Thank you for joining me for today's Beast Watch News Update. News from the Internet's most comprehensive Bible prophecy news website, BeastWatchNews.com. I'm Kimberly Rogers Brown. Before I start, I want to fix two errors in last week's report that were pointed out to me by a faithful Beast Watch News reader. The first error I spoke was that Ukraine is a member of the EU. That is not true. Ukraine and the EU are in a treaty together called the Ukraine-European Union Association Agreement. You can read about that by clicking the link provided. This corrected information, however, does not change the fact that there is ongoing conflict between Russia and Ukraine, as I said, and there is currently no end in sight to the conflict. Also, I lumped Lynn Wood with Ted Cruz as a senator. Lynn Wood is an attorney, but he is not a senator. I apologize for any confusion these misstatements may have caused, and I have now corrected them on the website. I want to tell you what happened to me this week. I sat down, like always, on Wednesday to write this week's article, and nothing would come out. The more I tried to be inspired by Yeshua, as I do every week, the more tired and sick I felt. It got so bad that I had to do something I rarely do, take a nap in the middle of the day after not having written one word for the article. My plan by the end of the day was to just tell you I was sick and could not put out an article this week. I awoke on Thursday with no idea what to do, but I sat down at my computer to wait on Yeshua to intervene. And boy, did he. This message flew out of my fingers. In what usually takes a day or even up to two days to write, was finished in less than three hours. This message has news at the end of it. But it's news that upholds the message that Yahweh wants his people in the exile to hear, especially those who are in America, the head of the Ephraimite nations and America's allied Western nations. There are Ephraimites in the non-Westernized nations who need to hear this too. It is as much for them as for America and the Western nations. It applies to them. But this message may be a bitter pill for Americans who have a vested interest in America to swallow. Please listen through the entirety, even though it may be difficult to hear at times. Here is Yahweh's message to you. The world has entered the transition phase from the old western model of democratic republics with basic human rights to the world that will exist when the tribulation starts. People say that American exceptionalism created the best nation on the earth and they say this without acknowledging that Yahweh Elohim was in control of the creation of America and that America was destined to lead the world for a time because of Yahweh Elohim's plans. The truth is that Yahweh said it was Israel, not 
the modern UN created state of Israel but biblical Israel that is the greatest nation on earth not America there is no such thing as American exceptionalism America was only great because Yahweh made her great for a time our ancestors rejected biblical Israel's exceptional status because biblical Israel's laws require the people to live righteous lives those laws do not allow people to be given over to the lusts of their flesh going after the lusts of the flesh is in the founding document of the United States of America and I'm going to show you where that is this statement is made in the Declaration of Independence we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness the United States of America is a failure in the eyes of Yahweh Elohim because it allowed for people to pursue whatever they wanted this is what people say made America great that one could pursue whatever it was that makes one happy now this opened the door from the foundation for the perversions that would later come because Americans would declare that their perversion made them happy under the Declaration of Independence that's okay in fact a time would come when they would claim that Yahweh made them homosexuals in the wombs of their mothers the term liberty is not defined the way Yahweh defines it in scripture as freedom from sin liberty is defined in the Declaration of Independence as liberty to sin if one wants as long as one is not doing harm to someone but that too would be perverted over time as we shall see yes for a while there were cultural norms based on the Ten Commandments that few people dared cross but those cultural taboos began to disappear as cultural taboos always do because they are not based in Yahweh's righteousness and there are always those who will always do what they want anyway soon enough America found herself a wicked nation and one that is unjust the Constitution presents a requirement that America never lived up to not even once in its history it says we the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect Union establish justice ensure domestic tranquility provide for the common defense promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America but injustice reigned in America from the beginning I'm not talking about the Democrats social justice this too is rooted in injustice the only justice that can ever work on the earth is Yahweh's justice and America fell short of that from the beginning 
Yahweh allowed the seeds of destruction to be built into the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. All kinds of injustices have happened throughout America's history, the most recent of which are the 60 million plus abortions that have been committed since Roe v. Wade, not to mention the slaves who suffered before the Civil War, followed by these freed people being murdered and not allowed to vote, being treated as second class citizens and so forth. The Torah says we're not allowed to do that to people. But it was done on American soil. Women were discriminated against in America. Something that Yahweh never allowed in the Torah. Women are always included in everything in Israel. Just read the Torah. In short, America never implemented justice. And justice is Yahweh's most important characteristic requirement for his people. Few know what justice really means today because America never established what its own constitution said it should live up to. The truth is that the United States of America was not able to establish justice because some of its foundation was perverted. America was founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs including those that come from Freemasonry. Freemasonry is Kabbalistic Judaism for non-Jews. It is the trap door through which America is now falling. America is Yahweh Elohim's last statement to man regarding man's methods. Yahweh is trying to show his people that man's governance does not work. Man has had 6,000 years, roughly, to show Yahweh that he can govern himself without Yahweh. That time has come to an end. America and the Western world will now fall, and the world will enter into tribulation. Yahweh raised the West as a final place where the descendants of Jacob could be scattered to before Jacob's enemies catch up to them. All twelve tribes are in exile, cut off from the Abrahamic and Mosaic covenants. Yes, that includes the Jews. And there is no biblical Israel nation reestablished yet. Exile is punishment. And the last generation of Israelites will bear the punishment of the sins of all their ancestors and themselves. I am not saying we will die for our father's sins. That is against Torah principle. It plainly says that no man can die for another's sins. That is why Yeshua had to die. He is God and only God can die as a divine sacrifice. No human sacrifice can satisfy the requirement of the promises made between God and God in Genesis 15. What I am saying is that the final generation will have inherited in their flesh, in their DNA, what their ancestors have refused to repent of. 
each person, each individual will be punished for themselves for not repenting and returning to Yahweh's Torah. Each one who has not repented of what their flesh desires because of what they inherited in their DNA. That they didn't rebuke their natural inborn inherited tendencies. The promise made to Israel was that if they would return to the Torah when they were scattered so completely in the end of days, that it would be then that Yahweh would regather them. Deuteronomy 30 verses 1 to 3. It shall happen when all these things have come on you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you shall call them to mind among all the nations where Yahweh your God has driven you, And let's stop right there and understand that America was created as just another place where Yahweh could drive his people into deeper exile. Actually, America is the last place of Jacob's exile. Verse 2, And return to Yahweh your God and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul that then Yahweh your God will release you from captivity have compassion on you and will return and gather you from all the peoples where Yahweh your God has scattered you including America and the western nations and every other place some have returned these are Yahweh's remnants spoken of throughout the scripture the vast majority of Israelite descendants however have not returned and in fact have taken the liberty the rope Yahweh gave them through America and the West and have hung themselves with their sins and abominations man's liberty never has does not now and never will equal Yahweh's liberty America and the West are now doomed for completely rejecting him. How can I say they rejected him? The 12 scattered tribes claim they are still divided into two houses, as it were. Judaism, the house of Judah Jews, and Christianity, the house of Israel Christians. Both religions reject Yahweh. Oh, they say they don't. Ah, but they do they do because religion is man's way of worshiping God which Yahweh Elohim says is neither worship or obedience to him and he demands of his people that they both worship and obey him in the way that he says and in the place that he says God Yahweh Elohim came to earth in the first century of the Gregorian calendar and he restored all 12 tribes to corporate Israel to the nation of Israel and has been calling for people to convert from their Gentile status to become Israelites now there are only two kinds of people on the earth Gentiles and Israelites not Gentiles and Hebrews Gentiles and Israelites Esau and Ishmael are Hebrews for crying out loud you can be a Hebrew and still not be in covenant with Yahweh Elohim 
Today, the Jews call Christians Gentiles, but the Jews are Gentiles if they are not Israelites. The modern UN-created state of Israel is populated by Gentiles parading themselves as covenant people. They are not in covenant with Yahweh. They lost that when the Jewish leadership arranged for the death of their rightful king and God. When the king of a nation is murdered in cold blood by his own people, the nation is lost, no matter how many men come to sit on that king's throne claiming to be king. Yahweh revived his land in 1948 so he could get on with his final plans for the earth. Modern Israel has a prophetic role to play in that. But understand, both houses exist only in the world. They do not exist in Yahweh's eyes. In his eyes, his scattered people who believe in him and keep the Torah are those who will be saved in the coming destructions. Revelation 12:17. The dragon grew angry with the woman and went away to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep Elohim's commandments and hold Yeshua's testimony. Those who keep the commandments and have the testimony of believing God's Son came to the earth to restore Israel will be saved. Here is what the overcomers will receive. Revelation 2.7 They will eat from the tree of life which is in the paradise of Yeshua's God. They will not be harmed by the second death. Revelation 2.11 But note that some will die during the tribulation but they will be resurrected and will not be able to die again. Revelation 2.17 They will be given the hidden manna and a white stone and on the stone a new name written which no one knows but he who receives it. Revelation 2.26 They who overcome and he who keeps my works to the end, Yeshua says, to him I will give authority over the nations. Revelation 3.5 They shall be arrayed in white garments and Yeshua will not have his name blotted out of the book of life and Yeshua will confess his name before his father and before his angels. This is so important. The Father won't have anything to do with you if Yeshua does not say he knows you. The way that he will know you is by your obedience to him because your obedience is the fruit of loyalty that says you know him and that he knows you. Revelation 3.12 says they will be a pillar in the temple of Yeshua's God and he will go out from there no more. Yeshua will write on him the name of Yeshua's God and the name of the city of Yeshua's God, the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from Yeshua's God and Yeshua's own new name will be written on the overcomer. Revelation 3.21 They who overcome Yeshua will give to him to sit down with him on Yeshua's throne because Yeshua also overcame and sat down with his father on his throne. But for these privileges his righteous people must suffer his fate. Revelation 11.7 
When they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes out of the abyss will make war with them and overcome them and kill them. Revelation 13:7 It was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Authority over every tribe, people, language and nation was given to him. Tribes there is not referring to Native American Indian tribes or tribes found in Africa. This is a reference to all 12 exiled tribes. Revelation 17:14 These will war against the lamb and the lamb will overcome them for he is lord of lords and king of kings and those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. Revelation 21:7 says he who overcomes I will give him these things. I will be his god. Yeshua will be our god. And he, the believer, will be Yeshua's son. Some of Yahweh's righteous people will die as martyrs. Some will escape to the wilderness where the first exodus happened. In Revelation 12, starting at verse 1, it says, A great sign was seen in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child. She cried out in pain, laboring to give birth. Another sign was seen in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads seven crowns. His tail drew one-third of the stars of the sky and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she gave birth he might devour the child. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that there they may nourish her one thousand two hundred sixty days. Who are the people who will inherit the nations? Revelation 2.26 says, He who overcomes and he who keeps my works to the end to him I will give authority over the nations. Who will these people be? Will they be the Christians who know that God sacrificed his son as the divine sacrifice as promised in Genesis 15, but who reject his law like their ancient Israelite ancestors? Or will it be the Jews who make up their own laws, saying they are keeping God's law, and this law that they make up will save them all? while denying that God sent his son to die for them? Neither. Only those who become citizens of the nation of Israel while still in exile awaiting there in gathering to the promised land will receive all the benefits of being overcomers and inherit the nations. Folks, right now, America is already fallen. Get your heads out of democracy and out of the idea of a republic and into the citizenship and nationhood of biblical Israel. Look up 
for your redemption draws near but you have to keep the commandments and have the testimony of faith in God through Yeshua you have to look within yourself to discover all the sins wickedness rebellions and abominations that you inherited in your DNA and repent of those and you must stop doing the commandments your way like so many people do in the Hebrew roots movement and in the Messianic Jewish movement you must give up your feasts that you say are Yahweh's feasts when you do them anywhere but where he said to do them they are not to be done at your home Passover or in some state park Sukkot or in your congregation Shavuot we cannot go to Jerusalem now so now we get to mourn when the feasts come around we get to sit in sackcloth and ashes and fast in mourning because we cannot even go to the capital of our king anymore Zephaniah 3.18 says he will gather them that are sorrowful for the Moed the solemn assembly who are of you to whom the reproach of it was a burden he will gather those who mourn for the Moed the solemn assembly because we are burdened by the reproach of not being able to go to Jerusalem not being able to go to Jerusalem folks means that Yahweh has rejected his people from going there and that will remain until he opens up Jerusalem again if ever before he returns we have made our excuses for why we refuse to go without acknowledging what we are really doing is continuing in the sin of Jeroboam who in 1st Kings 12 commanded the split off northern tribes to stay away from Jerusalem that was the kind of thing the people should have rebelled over but they just said okay and went to Bethel and Dan to worship the image of the golden calves Jeroboam made and said in their hearts they were blessed Deuteronomy 29 19 and 20 says and it come to pass when he hears the words of this curse that he bless himself in his heart saying I shall have peace though I walk in the imagination of my heart to add drunkenness to thirst the Lord will not spare him but then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man and all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him and the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven Christians believe in Yeshua's sacrifice but they walk in the blessings of their own heart being disobedient rejecting Jerusalem by not going to the feasts that they are not only invited to by their king but commanded to attend on top of that they continue to have relationships with images that Yahweh forbade them to have in their worship and in their lives at all he told his people to destroy the images to not have them in their possession but oh no Christians continue in Jeroboam's practices to this day and the Jews 
do the same thing. They reject their king to this day, but say in their heart that one will come in his own name so they can accept him and that he will bring the redemption. John 5.43 I am come in my father's name and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. Worse yet, they say this coming man is God. Because in the same breath where they say a man is coming to save them, they talk about God's redemption. I am being hard on you today, Israel. Turn from your sins because America, the leader of the so-called free world, has fallen. It was Yahweh who strengthened those who founded America and is Yahweh who has caused her fall. And all the other nations full of ancient Israelite descendants will fall too. Starting with the western nations and then to the others. No nation on earth will be spared. And by the way, Jerusalem is included in this. The process toward final destruction of Israel and her sister Aholabah and Ahola in Ezekiel 23 has begun. Biden was sworn into office in Washington, D.C. this week and on Inauguration Day undid some of the things that Americans enjoyed under Yahweh's last Trump called Donald. People who said Trump's name was a metaphor for the last Trump were right in the sense that under Donald Trump's rulership, You had your last chance to turn from your national sins. That was your last chance to call abortions what they are, murder, and to turn away from that under Roe versus Wade. But you didn't. That was your last chance to declare homosexuality an abomination and punish those who are determined to thrust their wickedness in yours and Yahweh's face Unintended. Trump's term as president was your last chance to bring Yahweh's justice, not social justice, which is evil to the core because it is skewed to punish some and exonerate others under man's system of what constitutes sin instead of what Yahweh says constitutes sin. America, the nation, can no longer repent and the republic be saved but individuals can you can repent for your rebellions against Yahweh but do it now get out your pen and paper and search your soul write down all of your sins abominations and rebellions and those of your ancestors any that you know about so you don't forget because the list will be long and then repent of that list today and even if you don't know what sins your ancestors committed you can find out just by knowing what kinds of sins your flesh desires and tomorrow write down another list and repent of what Yahweh shows you for yourself and your ancestors do that every day why do I say repent of your ancestors sins 
In the Leviticus chapter, where Yahweh lays out how he will punish his people if they sin against him, he also includes how to repent of those ancestral sins, and he makes individuals responsible for repenting of those. Leviticus 26.40 If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass which they trespassed against me and they also know they have walked contrary to me and they know that I have walked contrary to them and have brought them into the land of their enemies and by the way America is the land of your enemies people if then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled that means you you go ahead and start keeping the commandments the way he said to do them and then they accept the punishment of their iniquity you say you know whatever I uh, need to be punished of I am willing he says in verse 42 after you do all that then will I remember my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham will I remember and I will remember the land this prayer reverses the sins of our forefathers in our lives it changes the DNA we inherited how do I know this because this is the only place in scripture where the patriarchs are mentioned backward it is reversing the sins you inherited and then on top of that it causes Yahweh to remember his land that he wants to establish you in we inherited in our DNA the sins of our ancestors we cannot repent for them personally but we repent for what we inherited and I can tell you this is a lifelong process if you've ever wondered where those wicked thoughts come from or why you're so attempted to do one kind of sin or another well it comes from your DNA and you have to struggle with your flesh constantly rebuking it rejecting it renouncing it and repenting of those inherited sins now let me tell you what's coming I understood this recently when our new teacher Yaakov Antermurtha was teaching us about the kings of Israel both the house of Judah kings and the house of Israel kings and he quoted from this passage in Hosea Hosea 9.1 Rejoice not O Israel for joy as other people for you have gone a whoring from your God you have loved a reward upon every corn floor the floor and the wine press shall not feed them and the new wine shall fail in her from now on the new crops the new wine fails Hosea 9.3 they shall not dwell in the Lord's land but Ephraim shall return to Egypt and they shall eat unclean things in Assyria Ephraim has returned to Egyptian ways to Egypt and Christians eat unclean things do they not Hosea 9.4 they shall not offer wine offerings to the Lord neither shall they be pleasing to him 
Their sacrifices shall be to them as the bread of mourners. All that eat thereof shall be polluted. For their bread, for their soul, shall not come into the house of the Lord. In Revelation 18.3 it says, For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornications. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. This is not talking about just Jerusalem. Jerusalem is Mystery Babylon, but Mystery Babylon is all over the earth. Hosea 9.5 What will you do in the solemn day and in the day of the feast of the Lord? Well, we already know what they will do. Most will reject his feasts for their own, and those who say they did not reject his feasts will do them their own way, as they have done for the last 2,900 years. They will stay away from Jerusalem, because they refuse to acknowledge Jerusalem as their capital. Oh yes, Donald Trump made Jerusalem the capital of the Jews, but not for the rest of the tribes. Hosea 9.6 For lo, they are gone because of the destruction. Egypt shall gather them up. Memphis shall bury them. The pleasant places for their silver. Nettles shall possess them. Thorns shall be in their tabernacles. Their lands will waste away. Hosea 9.7 The days of the visitation are come. The days of recompense are come. Read into that tribulation. Israel shall know it. The prophet is a fool. The spiritual man is mad for the multitude of your iniquity and the great hatred. America is full of false prophets. The spirituality of Yahweh's people, he says, is madness. They've gone mad trying to make their own path to him when the path he laid out for them is right there in front of them, in the front of the book, not the back. But they reject his ways, his path, his light, his door in favor of their own. Hosea 9, 8 and 9 The watchman of Ephraim was with my God but the prophet is a snare of a fowler in all his ways and hatred in the house of his God they have deeply corrupted themselves as in the days of Gibeah therefore he will remember their iniquity he will visit their sins hang on because you have to come to an understanding what happened in Gibeah to understand the utter destruction that is coming to the earth now because of the sins of Israel. Hosea 9, 10, and 11 and 12. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree at her first time. But they went to Baal Peor and separated themselves to that shame. And their abominations were according as they loved. As for Ephraim, their glory shall fly away like a bird from the birth and from the womb and from the conception. Though they bring up their children, yet will I bereave them that there shall not be a man left yea woe also to them when I depart from them 
Yahweh has departed from America, folks. Americans now worship all other gods, but say, by doing that, they are worshiping Yahweh Elohim. What a travesty. That Methodist minister's prayer to Brahma and all other gods on the first day of the 117th Congress was the tip that told the tale. Yahweh has left America. And now America has completely fallen. She will never return. Hosea 9.13 Ephraim, as I saw, Tyrus, is planted in a pleasant place. Oh yes, America was a pleasant place. And so was Israel when um, you know Ephraim was planted in Israel. But Ephraim shall bring forth his children to the murderer. Has not Ephraim been bringing forth his children to abortion? Hosea 8.14 For Israel has forgotten his maker and builds temples. And Judah has multiplied fenced cities. Oh, Judah is not getting left out. But I will send a fire upon his cities and it shall devour the palaces thereof. Hosea 10.9 O Israel... You have sinned from the days of Gibeah. There they stood. The battle at Gibeah against the children of iniquity did not overtake them. And Ephraim is as a heifer that is taught and loves to tread out the corn. But I passed over upon her fair neck. I will make Ephraim to ride. Judah shall plow and Jacob shall break his clods. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness upon you. You have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, you have eaten the fruit of lies, because you did trust in your way, in the multitude of your mighty men. Oh my goodness, how often do American patriots point back to the founders of America? Hosea 10.14 Therefore shall a tumult arise among your people, and all your fortresses shall be spoiled, as Shalman spoiled Betarbel in the day of battle. The mother was dashed in pieces upon her children. So shall Betel do to you because of your great wickedness. In a morning shall the king of Israel utterly be cut off. What happened in Gibeah? You need to really understand this story. Judges 19 and 20 tells the story. A Levite was traveling with his concubine. Darkness was coming, so he sought a night's stay in Gibeah a town in the territory of Benjamin. The Benjamites wanted to have sex with the Levite, according to Judges 19.22. They were homosexuals. He would not defile himself in this way, so he gave them his concubine, and they raped her so badly that she died. They let her go just before dawn, the scripture says she made her way to the house where her husband was sleeping and then died on the doorstep according to Judges 19 verses 26 and 27. 
The Levite dismembered her and sent pieces of her body to all the tribes in Israel. There was a war between the tribes and Benjamin. 400,000 Israelites gathered against Benjamin's 26,000 warriors, according to Judges 20, verse 15. By the time it was over, 25,000 Benjamite warriors were dead, according to Judges 20, verse 35. According to the book of Judges 20 verses 15 to 18, the strength of Benjamin numbered 26,000 men, of whom only 700 were from Gibeah. There were a thousand left after the war. That's less than 4% of the warriors left. Now, you may be thinking that the women and children were saved. Nope. The Israelite tribes burned the cities of Benjamin with the women and children inside. Judges 20 verse 48. Judges 20 verse 47 says 600 men fled to the wilderness. That's just over half of the less than 4% who survived the tribulation event of that day. Scripture doesn't say what happened to the other 400 This means then that the percentage who escaped to the wilderness from uh, the group of 26,000 was 2.3%. What is 2.3% of America's population? 7.5 million out of 328.2 million. Do you now understand the magnitude of the destruction that will come on everyone, including those who think they will hunker down and make it through this destruction, and that they'll come to the wilderness when they get ready, instead of coming ahead of time to escape? This battle is mentioned in Hosea because Yahweh wants the end times Israelites to understand the percentages of their destruction in the end of days. The prophecies of Hosea have both near and far fulfillments. The terms in that day and latter days come at the beginning of Hosea's diatribe against the house of Israel. Hosea tells them what will happen in the near future. But what happens in the near future also applies to the far future. In the far fulfillment, which we are about to witness, the Ephraimite nations of the West and Ephraimites living in non-Westernized nations as well will find that less than 4% of them will survive what is coming and only 2.3% of their original populations will make it to the wilderness. People romanticize about how they will get themselves through that time and will make it to the wilderness where the first Exodus people lived. Most of them won't make it. The entire earth has to go through the tribulation because the tribes are scattered all over the earth and Yahweh is coming to punish his own people first, followed by the nations. And lest we think Hosea was prophesying only to the northern tribes, let me remind you of this verse in Hosea, Hosea 12.2. The Lord has also a controversy with Judah and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings will he, Yahweh, recompense him.
Yahweh speaks to Israel, the house of Israel and Israel, the house of Judah and Israel, the twelve tribes. All twelve tribes are Israel, and the house of Israel and the house of Judah are both referred to as Israel at various times. Yahweh will not leave any of his children unpunished. Hosea 13.8 I will meet them as a bear that is bereaved of her whelps and will rend the call of her heart. And there will I devour them like a lion. The wild beast shall tear them. Yahweh will be to them as a bear. Which modern nations are represented by the bear in scripture? the Persians today these are Russia and Iran who is today's lion the modern UN created state of Israel whose Jewish Judaism agenda is to either make Noahides of all Ephraimites or to kill them in the synagogues as Yeshua said in Matthew 24 have you had enough Let me explain what even the secular people say. In an article titled, The Plan for a Global System of Slavery, Dr. Mercola has these bullet points about the coming new system. A slavery system steeped in the ideologies of transhumanism and technocracy is being created right before our eyes and the current lockdowns, closing of small businesses and the redefinition of normal are all part of a planned global governance system that will end sovereignty and individual rights. How do you implement a financial system that no one wants? You frighten people with an invisible enemy, COVID, such as a virus, and then capitalize on that fear, saying that this new system is necessary because the pandemic destroyed the old system. Right now, the central banks are working to bring a new economic transaction system online. The pandemic also allows for the implementation of new, more invasive surveillance systems. The riots in the U.S., says Dr. Mercola, were not random. It appears more likely that they were part of a real estate acquisition plan. Pandemic measures have severely limited people's ability to congregate and share information face-to-face. Internet censorship by big tech has decimated information sharing even further. Ultimately, they're trying to get people to buy into a solution before they understand the full ramifications of doing so. What made America great at the end of ages and fooled everyone into thinking that America was the most exceptional nation in all of history, which, as I said before, is to deny that Yahweh created a nation called Israel, which is the most exceptional nation ever created, was freedom to speak. That is now gone. I have announced that I will leave Facebook, WhatsApp, Messenger, and Twitter because they are removing free speech around the globe. They're not just doing this in America, but they started in America. And they require that everyone provide them with all of their data, 
their personal, vital statistics. Someone asked me why I care about the privacy invasion if I have nothing to hide. It is not a matter of hiding anything. It is a matter of removing myself from this new system. Everyone on these platforms have volunteered their information, which means they and me have turned myself over to the new system and into slavery. Their system makes you a voluntary slave. How? Because you let them monetize your information. You became a revenue stream for them. That is the attraction of slave trading. The money that can be made. Revelation 18 speaks of the slave trade of men and their souls. I am not willing to volunteer for this now that I see the new system coming headed by these big social media corporations. And here's the thing. They will buy and sell your information until the day they can buy and sell you under this system. But you won't be able to buy and sell. The Biden administration's new system is headed by one of the largest corporations in the world and few know this. Here is Glenn Beck to explain about Biden's new cabinet secrets. One of the biggest questions that people will say about the Great Reset, especially in the United States, oh, that's crazy talk. How could something that big be jammed down and be accomplished it's a violation of our rights and constitution yeah right, i care about that it does sound crazy because it's huge right the partnership between government and corporations has already begun silicon valley is just merely the first to reveal themselves who's next finance did anybody notice that while the capital was being attacked the stock market went up and financial sector went up. How is that possible? There's unrest on the streets and the stock market goes up? That doesn't make sense. Well, let's take a look at what's happening just this week. Stripe has announced that they have stopped processing payments for President Trump's campaign website. This is an incredibly scary development because I believe it's a sign of what is to come. They're not going to stop with Donald Trump. Stripe handles credit card payments for a vast amount of online businesses. What happens when a company that doesn't comply with whatever suddenly is threatened by having their online payment processing canceled? Can they do that? They already have. This is their website. Stripe uh, can deem a business prohibited or restricted if they, and just look at these hard-to-meet standards, are illegal, heavily regulated, shady, financially risky, attract money laundering, or pose a brand risk. Uh, You can already see how every single one of those could be used to shut anybody down. But they'd probably have to be, I mean, to do something like that, they'd have to really be in. I mean, maybe even just like big time, you know, climate activist, you know, to to be a real, oh, (laughs) wait a minute, yeah, yeah. You know, what's weird is they're basically an older, richer, and corporate version of Greta Thunberg. 
Isn't that great? Well, it was just announced yesterday that Deutsche Bank is now dropping Donald Trump from any future business. Again, another sign of what's coming. I'm sorry, we love you and everything, but you seem to be an extremist, so no banking for you. You see what's happening here? Anyone outside of the team, and in this case, the Great Reset bubble, it's going to be cut off. Stand up uh, and be counted or be shut down. Finance is partnering now with the government. They're blending together the same way big tech is. So how long before conservatives have to have their own banks, their own separate Internet? We've already been told this last week. We'll just lay your own fiber. Oh, okay. Yeah, where did I put all that fiber? <sighs> when will we be required to um, live in certain places? Maybe we could have a little symbol on our clothes. I mentioned earlier to remember one thing. The name BlackRock Investments. Here's where it all comes together. Biden's senior advisor, Mike Donilon, he has a connection to the company through his brother, Thomas Donilon. This is the Biden's uh, link to BlackRock. Unfortunately, it's not the only one. It's getting a little out of hand. His senior advisor's brother is the chairman of BlackRock Investment Institute. BlackRock executive Brian Deese also been named Biden's top economic advisor and will head the National Economic Council. BlackRock chairman and CEO Larry Fink is going to serve as one of the top officials at the Treasury Department, as will former BlackRock senior advisor Wally Edimo. He's also uh, President Obama's uh, foundation uh, was working there, which is just fantastic. The global chief investment strategist from BlackRock, Michael Pyle, He's going to be the chief economic advisor for the next president, who could be president. Has there ever been a company more embedded in the government than BlackRock? I mean, I could make a case, maybe Goldman Sachs, but remember, that wasn't good. It gets worse. The only other company that, uh, that is in or the only other group that is in would have to be big tech, and they are riddled through this next administration, and that should scare the hell out of you. So... Who the heck is BlackRock? Why is Glenn Beck freaking out about BlackRock? Well, it controls over $7.8 trillion. They are the largest money manager in the world. Now, let's put this into perspective. With that amount of money, if BlackRock were a country, they would be the third highest GDP in the world, more than Japan and just under China. Their platform is used by both the Fed and European Central Bank. The money involved equals $21.6 That's almost half of all the cash in the entire world. Do you remember this from Biden's climate czar, John Kerry? Are we expecting too much too soon uh, from the new president? Or is it going to deliver first day uh, on these uh, topics? Uh, the answer to your question is no, you're not expecting too much. And yes, it will happen. And I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people mm -hmm. might imagine. Uh, in effect, the citizens of the United States have just done a great reset. We've done a great reset. And it was a record level of voting. What astounds me is that as many people still voted for uh, the level Trump. of uh, chaos and breach of law and order and, and breaking the standards. Uh, I mean, uh, you can run a long list yeah. and, and still it attracted attention. And I think that 
the underlying reason for that, Borger, is something that everybody has to examine. I think Europe has to look at that uh, with Brexit and the rising national populism, nationalistic populism. Oh, good God. Can uh, we stop? I mean, I feel like Teresa Heinz Carey. How does she do it? How does she do it? And she's not. She's a snorefest. Good God. What did he just say? He just said that the Great Reset will happen and with greater intensity on day one than anyone realizes. Well, how? Well, all you have to have is the financial institutions in the bag. Let's go back to BlackRock. The CEO, Larry Fink, he's a top official at the Treasury Department. Last year, he said this, quote, We are on the edge of a fundamental reshaping of finance because of the warming of the planet. So he announced that BlackRock, because of climate change, not the markets, would be central to the investment decisions, not the markets, climate change to BlackRock. So starting this month, coincidentally, if your company gets 25% of your revenue from fossil fuels, no money for you, unless you submit a plan on how you plan to, quote, navigate the climate crisis. Otherwise, you're done. This is the world's largest money manager. Their executives are infested in multiple levels of the Biden administration. Big tech has merged with the government, and now finance is doing it as well. The genius of this plan is you don't have to do a thing that would violate the Constitution or land them into court. Financial institutions will carry out their marching orders on their own. Senators must be prepared to ask some big questions and open up your puny little minds to see what's going on. When it comes to the confirmations, they have to ask, why are so many BlackRock employees in the administration? Is there a conflict with his senior advisor's familial ties directly to a company that is pledged to initiate radical climate agenda and not invest that amount of money? Is Biden planning on using firms like BlackRock to go outside the realms of government to bully private companies into submission? These questions need to be asked and answered immediately. The majority of the country does not want the Green New Deal, but it might just get shoved down your throats anyway. Now, to push through the Great Reset, Biden and Kerry will need a true believer as Secretary of Energy. Well, we've got one. They've got her in the name of Michigan, former Michigan Governor Jennifer Granholm. I am so excited about this, George, because this uh, combating climate change is such an economic opportunity for this country. There's going to be trillions of dollars spent globally globally on combating climate change by countries around the world. And so for us as a nation, we have to decide, are we going to get in the game economically? Every country is going to be buying solar panels and they're going to be buying wind turbines and they're going to be buying electric vehicles and the batteries and they're going to upgrade their electric grids. Mm. We could be producing that material, those products here in the United States. It's fantastic. The push for green jobs. And the reason why it's fantastic is because it worked out so well the last time it was tried under Obama. So let's look at her success record. How did that pan out? Well, a study by the Mackinac Center found some shocking news. Out of 434 funded projects with taxpayer money, 10 did something. 
That's a success rate of a whopping three, uh, 2.3%. The entire country made fun of Obama for his catastrophic green failure. And Granholm was his partner in crime. His failures, also her failures. So how can she now be expected to pull off on a national level what she couldn't do at a state level? Wait a minute, does her failure on a smaller scale equal success on a much larger scale? Maybe. The whole world's upside down. Listen to what Granholm proposes the Department of Interior should do. Listen to this. The Department of Interior uh, oversees a massive amount of public land. That public land could be used to make sure that we generate clean electricity by putting wind, mo- wind, uh, wind turbines, uh, in- including offshore as well as onshore, solar panels, etc. That Those jobs and that electricity there is going to have to be a significant sort of hair on fire effort inside the administration to get it in the ground to meet that goal. Yeah, I think you need solar panels that would go from Maine to Florida and then from Florida to Maine all the way back, zigzagging across all of the land. And I think until you get to Ohio to be able to amount to anything worthwhile. I don't think Teddy Roosevelt had that in mind, you know, on his conservation crusade. I don't think plastering public land with solar panels and wind turbines, what what they had in mind, or all of the ecologists. Oh, they're going to love you. So she might try it if she had a strong ally at the Department of Interior. Enter Deb Holland. Yeah, you might not have heard much from this congresswoman, you know, beside the fact when, when she went on that tirade smearing the Covington kids, but she's actually a radical that they need to push the Great Reset. Holland is an original co-sponsor of the Green Deal and has been working in Congress to get it implemented. She's been endorsed by the Radical Sunrise Movement that's been working with AOC's Justice Democrats to push the Green New Deal. She's also endorsed H.R. 835, or the 30 by 30 plan, which is weird. It's a carbon copy, almost, of the UN Agenda 2030, which is so weird because that is almost a carbon copy of the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum. So if you thought it was going to be bad under Obama... You see dead people yet? Imagine they learned the lesson. They've got two years to pass everything. They've got to get it through in the first two years. Do you think Biden could maybe do that, you know, with the uh, energy and interior secretaries just alone? Let to, not to even mention all the others, including the finance We have to get this information to as many people as we can. Um, I, unfortunately, meet with so many politicians who don't really even know what the Great Reset is. Don't take it from me. They'll call it a conspiracy theory. Don't take it from me. Take it from the World Economic Forum. Look it up for yourself at the original sources. Do you see how you will at some point follow in Trump's shoes to be rejected from buying and selling? And wasn't that interesting to find out that what the Biden administration believes is that America voted for the Great Reset. Glenn Beck thinks the American Republic can be saved. No, it's too late. Destruction is coming. Get out while you still can. Look, 
I don't know when the physical destruction of America will come through natural disasters and wars, but her destruction has already started through the Wuhan virus, deceivingly called COVID-19, and the merger of the U.S. government with the financial and free speech-stopping institutions. I said, this week's report would be a hard pill to swallow. I only hope now that you will heed Yahweh's warning and be found worthy to escape these things. Luke 21:34. And take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch you therefore, and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. That's it for this Beast Watch News update. This is Kimberly Rogers Brown signing off. Click over to BeastWatchNews.com for full comprehensive coverage of all the headlines fulfilling end of days Bible prophecy.